step inside into the world of Lady Teal's Curios. Good evening, Curious Minds, and welcome to Wednesday's Wacky and Weird. Today is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021, and we are going to dive right into the offbeat news of this wonderfully crazy world that we live in. For those that are new here each Wednesday, I just cover a few different news stories from around the world that I find interesting, unusual, bizarre, or weird, and um, for those that don't know, I'm your host, Lady Teal, and I'm happy that you're here. For the first story, I'm going to warn you guys, we are starting very dark today, very dark and gruesome. And this piece of news could be a little triggering for some because it deals with murder and pregnancy. So if that is not your thing, feel free to fast forward. But there's a lot of interesting points here. So I really felt this news piece worthy of today's episode. So we're just going to dive right in. And we are discussing Lisa Montgomery. Lisa was executed this morning at 1.31 a.m. She is actually the first woman since 1953 to be executed. And she was the only female inmate on death row. For those that do not recognize the name, in 2004, Lisa Montgomery entered the home of 23-year-old Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe was eight months pregnant. Lisa had befriended her through a supposed mutual love of dogs. And a little backstory for Lisa, she was unable to have a baby of her own. She had experienced much sexual trauma through her life and was clearly mentally unstable. So what happened on that night, Lisa proceeded to strangle the pregnant woman with a piece of rope and then literally cut the baby out of her womb. Police found Lisa holding the baby and cradling it. She kept claiming that she had just given birth to the baby the day before. After questioning, she finally confessed to killing Bobby Joe, who had unfortunately bled out to her womb being cut. However, the good news of the story is the baby was safely returned to her family and the baby did survive. While there has been a steady decline in capital punishment for the past 17 years, the Trump administration has been carrying out federal executions at an unprecedented rate. So basically, for 17 years, capital punishment was on hiatus. The Trump administration comes in and they change this. Lisa actually makes the 11th inmate to have received lethal injections, and two more men are planned to be executed this week. While this is not necessarily the weird and wacky news I usually speak about, I found it interesting for a few reasons. First off, Lisa Montgomery was the only woman on death row, and it had been since the 50s since another woman was executed. And then finally, in no way while I'm sharing this story am I excusing the horrific nature of the crime, and in no way am I saying that she did or did not deserve this punishment, but there is evidence that shows that Lisa Montgomery was a victim of rape and sexual torture like we talked about earlier. So she clearly had some deep-seated issues going on. She had appeals on the basis of the Eighth Amendment, which prohibits execution of those who did not understand why they are being executed because they just can't mentally handle it or they can't understand it because 
of whatever mental illness they are experiencing. But these appeals did not pass. They, I think, um, from what I read, she was really hoping that they would make it to when the administration switched over to the Biden administration, but that did not happen. I do find it a little odd that um, the, and this is just strictly my own opinion, I do find it a little odd that the rate of executions has gone up so much. And it is worth noting that America is unfortunately known as a country that struggles, really struggles with helping the mentally ill. So one can only hope that we learn from examples like this so that we can prevent such devastating crimes from happening again, as well as get the people who are suffering mentally the help that they need. Okay, so I thought we'd start with the darkest and work our way up to the lightest, most upbeat news. That way we don't necessarily end on such a dark tone today. So from here on out, the story should get a lot less dark and a lot more weird and wacky. We've had open conversations about sexual toys and sexual preferences on this podcast, so when I hear a story about a new BDSM toy that is basically chastity cages connected online, it doesn't really faze me. However, when these internet-connected chastity cages become hacked and the hacker is demanding ransoms to unlock trapped penises of unsuspecting victims, then that becomes the story for the wacky and weird. A hacker sent the message, your cock is mine now, to his victims and demanded ransom in Bitcoin. One victim, Robert, said that he received a ransom note demanding 0 0.02 in Bitcoin, 0 0.02 in Bitcoin, which when you calculate it, it equates to about $750. Luckily, Robert was not wearing his chastity cage, but he was able to confirm that he could not gain access to it. So this hacker was not joking around. To me, this just goes to show how internet connected devices are always susceptible to hacking. And perhaps giving the internet control of your penis is not the best idea. Speaking of things people find sexy, if you're a fan of David Hasselhoff, well, then this story is for you. A 14-foot-long model of the actor wearing his signature red Baywatch lifeguard swimsuit is for sale by Diligent Auction Services. The model, when you look at it, there's some pictures online, and it's basically stretched out as if Hasselhoff is body surfing. <laughs> so this model was used in the 2004 SpongeBob SquarePants movie, and it's very realistic looking. There's some close-up pictures, and I believe there's actually a video that kind of shows uh, the putting together of the model because it's in two pieces. And there's realistic hair protruding from all sides of the body. <laughs> like even his back has hair coming out of it. This giant Hasselhoff could be yours for an estimated bid of 1500000 or more considering the current offer has it at 120000 The live bidding event begins on January 23rd at 9 a.m. Pacific and if giant Hasselhoff models aren't your thing, you can also bid on the famous kit car. If the winning bid exceeds 25% of the reserve price, which I believe is 975000 the Hoff 
will personally deliver the car to the new owner. So here's your chance to get Kit and meet David Hasselhoff. I'd say that's a win-win. If you're living in an area that has strict curfew rules due to corona, then you may be tempted to test some of the loopholes. For example, if you live in Quebec and you have a pet, you are allowed to walk them after the curfew hours of 9 p.m., provided you stay close to your residence. Well, one couple decided to test this loophole out. The wife attached a leash to her husband and took her pet husband for a walk. Authorities confronted the couple, and the woman maintained that she was walking her pet. The couple was fined $1,500 each, to which the woman replied that she was absolutely not paying. Maybe your husband is your pet, but unfortunately for the curfew exception to apply, your pet must be an animal other than a human. Finally, our last news story for the day comes from the Queensland. Naraj is the owner of Indian restaurant Chaiwala, located in Bath, and is famous for its delicious street food-inspired Indian fare. Naraj is apparently well-known for doing challenges and stunts to help promote the restaurant. His latest challenge was an attempt to get a samosa in space by using helium weather balloons. A little side note, I have linked the video Naraj made about this experience so you can watch it. He kind of reminds me of an Indian Russell brand. <laughs> so I'm curious if anyone else out there agrees, just let me know. In the video, you can watch as Naraj fills the balloons with helium, accompanied by some flatulent-like noises. In a first attempt, Naraj accidentally lets go of the balloons. Like they literally just start floating out of his hands and he just continues to stare wistfully at them. Oh well. In a second attempt, I guess he just forgot to check how much helium he actually had and he ran out of helium so he was unable to fill his second round of balloons. And finally, third time's a charm rings true for Naraj as he successfully launches the samosa attached to the balloon into the sky. And this there's a package that has a GPS device and a GoPro, so like the entire thing is filmed. Celebration was cut short after the GPS signal was not working and they couldn't find the balloon. But on the second day, they learned that the balloon had made it to France. So Naraj reached out on social media with the whereabouts of the balloon and two people went to find it, successfully found it. Although the samosa <laughs> was missing, the GoPro footage survived the crash and you can actually watch the samosa fly high above the clouds. There's even like a plane in one of the shots. So I'm not really sure at what point the samosa was lost. I'm sure if Naraj went through the footage, he could probably figure it out. But um, I just thought that was the funnest story. And if you watch his little documentary about the experience, it's like 14 minutes long. He is just such a happy person with a lot of ambition and just wants to share some happiness and laughter to everyone, which I think is an incredibly nice way of going about your life, especially in today's world. Well, that's all for Wednesday's Wacky and Weird. If you ever have any new suggestions or stories that I should check out, feel free to shoot me a message over on Instagram at LadyTealsCurios. And as always, remember, stay curious. <laughs>